Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Success in Sales, Hacks and Chats with Mike McDonald, our very special guest today. We've got Chloe Smith joining me. Chloe, thanks for being a guest on the show. Hiya, no worries, happy to be here. Chloe is the founder of 48 Creates, which is a brand of communication agencies, all things from how you communicate your brand and beyond. So graphic design, all those sorts of things. So we can't wait to dive into what she does, but we're going to start off with her background. So Chloe, could you share with us where you were born and what it was like for you growing up? Sure. Uh, So I was born in Essex in a small town called Tilbury. Um, which is probably most famous for its docks. Um, I guess growing up, I was a, a regular kid, went to a regular school and I had a regular life. <laughs> that's, that's basically it. I, I had a really sort of um, regular upbringing. Nothing really extraordinary happened. And um, yeah, that's, that's kind of it really. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> we've, had, we've, we've had quite a few of those, Chloe, not to worry. So how did 48 Creators get started? So I was in in university when I started 48 Creates and it was my frustration with the education system that really got me thinking about is this it? Is this all they're gonna teach me? Is this all is this all there is? is am I just meant to leave university and go get a job and and be satisfied with that and whilst that works for some people it, it didn't sit well with me so in the second year I, I sort of took myself off and I started internships and I started going to uh, seminars talks and then looking for opportunities where I could grow and develop my own skills without the help of university um, so I was very lucky I got into a few internships and some of them were great, some of them were terrible, some of them were for a long time, some of them were short periods. Anyway, for sort of year two of my university when I should have been concentrating, I was actually working on uh, live briefs, if you like, um, as an intern and getting that industry experience. So when year three rolled around, I, 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 was, I was in yet another internship and I was working with this guy and he just, he sort of, said what do you want to do with your life and I, I was like oh big question I'm only 20 I'm, I'm only 20 give me a chance yeah. <laughs> um and so I was talking about when I was younger and how much I really wanted to own my own hairdressing salon now whilst my interest in being a hairdresser has faded and my career has sort of taken a different route the fact that I wanted to own something from when I was very young was sort of a prominent feature in my career choices so I, I, I said this, I um, said that I was planning or, or maybe not so young, but really interested in starting my own business. Um, and he said, why, why not do it now? And um, kind of stuck with me. And I was like, yeah, why not? Like, I've, I've got no responsibilities. I mean, I've got zero, zero, I've, I've not got a house or a mortgage to look after. I've not got no. kids. I'm, I'm kind of at the beginning of my career. And I didn't want to fall into a place where I got into a job and got comfortable with the regular income because as anyone knows, when you've got a small business, regular income is, is um, all but a dream. Um, mm, so yeah. I started working on 48 Creates and started using my internship uh, contacts to develop client relationships 
And it turned out that in the third year of uni, I was actually working on paid work. So I started my working on my client base already, much to my tutor's dismay. Um, but, <laughs> um, doesn't matter now, does it? So, no, no. <laughs> Um, so you, so you, you did mention that you, you managed to get contacts when you were in the internship. Now, for people that have been following my sort of responses to people's you know, statements about the education system will know that well, I am from the UK and the education system in the UK is not, is not exactly fit for people that want to do more than stay in the education system uh, so yeah. what at what point did you did you realize that that wasn't going to be for you that getting your degree and perhaps your master's degree and your phd and all of those things just so, wasn't going to be for you so quite honestly i realized very soon um i was probably in secondary school when i was like education is just not for me i was I was very bad at going to school, if I'm honest. I don't, know, I don't know if I should be saying this, but I was very bad at going to school. I didn't like the idea that I was told what to learn, which is probably a bit arrogant on my part, but I was told what to learn. I was told to remember stuff. For me, it all felt a bit robotic. You learn in this way, you remember this information, you take this test and we give you this grade and then you move on. To me, that was all, it was all a bit non-human there wasn't any sort of wiggle room or creativity around the way that people learn and I think right. people learn differently mm -hmm. so this my whole renegade against the education system actually started when I was quite young I would have said around about 13 or 14 and bless my mum she pulled her hair out every week when I screamed blue murder that I did not want to go to school I was not interested in going to school I did not want to partake in what everyone else was partaking in um, I, I still went to college mainly because my older sister went to college and um, I still went to university but I still had this feeling all throughout college and university that there's just some, there's something not right and there's something that's not fitting well with me um, and I didn't discover it until after I started my journey in 48 Creates that I absolutely adore learning I just adore learning what interests me and in a way that interests me um, I think you're forced to learn a lot of stuff in the education system in a way that doesn't always suit your learning style. Um, so yeah, yeah, it started pretty young, if I'm honest. Um, but, <laughs> but I continued with the education, stay in school kids, so you absolutely have to stay in school. Um, but I think the message that I have to sort of really get across is that it's okay if you don't learn in that way um, there are different ways of learning and you will discover how you like to learn and if you can sort of take that and apply that to what you're learning currently then I think you'll you'll forever be learning something new and you'll be on like a literally a lifetime journey of learning everything and anything because honestly right now I'm a massive geek I've, I've done courses I've done online courses I've read every entrepreneur book there is. I've, and, and if you'd asked my friends, say, from 10 years ago, they'd be like, who is this girl? Like, she, she would not pick up a book. She would not read a line of text. <laughs> completely different. So, so different yeah. now, yeah. Yeah, completely different now. And I think, I think it's really important that anyone knows that you, you just have to find the style that works for you. And once you do... I think it opens up a whole new world for for your own knowledge and for uh, career opportunities. 
there's definitely um, an argument to be said for starting your own business can be in itself like its own learning, its own like course, if you will, its own like course in life almost when you start your own business because particularly the first year or two, I mean, I, I think the statistic is the first like 95% of businesses like fail in the first five years or something or other. So a bit business owners do tend to struggle I guess and what one of the things that I have noticed particularly with the businesses that make it so to speak mm-hmm. is when the business learns and when the business adapts and when the business is prepared to change and prepared to to grow with the times or grow with their customers or grow with their business as they develop and as they improve and and there's a definite thing to be said when it comes to the business that you start probably isn't going to be the business that still exists in five years time so what journey did you go through from from starting up to being five years in okay so so 48k it's really started on uh, on the platform the marketplace etsy um and i was designing greetings cards actually and um looking at designing posters and creating these printed materials that that I found really enjoyable but actually everyone else probably hated and I didn't make any money from doing that um, so I quickly learned that my skills were definitely elsewhere um, but via Etsy what I did start to get was some engagement from people that come to me for bespoke work in terms of logo developments in terms of illustration and that's when i really thought right this is this is what 48 creates is going, going to do because i genuinely believe that 48 creates would be um a platform for people like me that didn't get on well at university and then but they needed the experience because as a graphic designer when you come out of university you don't only need the the degree you need experience on your cv as well so 48 creates is going to be an outlet for that so it was going to have this sort of year-long internship where you learn everything you could about um, graphic design and being a, um, a graphic designer for commercial purposes rather than just in university. Um, again, that quickly changed in, in, in the fact that more, once you get a few clients, you get a few more clients and then you get a few more clients and that caliber of client changes quite quickly and you have to adapt and you can no longer take the risk of having um, lower level graduates straight out of university in in the business um which as sad as that is we still we still do take interns on but yeah it's definitely a business model i wasn't expecting to have as it is today i think the the idea that like the business starting on etsy and now you've got this this full agency probably within within five years of starting and then you said that like the, the actual people you take on, the, the clients you have and all those things do tend to adjust as well. So was it, was it the business adjusting to the people that wanted your work or was it you were growing the business and then you decided, okay, I'm going to change the, the way the business is run and I'm going to alter the caliber of clients that I work with? Which, which way around was it? I think it was uh, I think it was a bit of both. I think there was definitely once I was almost probably a year and a half in and I'd taken on my first employee um, I was at a point where I saw it was working 
um, and I saw there was a need. There was obviously the world is full of graphic design agencies and communication agencies. Uh, Forty Eight Creates started out as a graphic design agency, not a full service agency like it is today. Um, but I was getting clients coming to me asking for information all around comms and other branding things and websites. So I kind of changed with the client that were that was coming to me because. I found there was more of those sorts of types of clients out there, and which is why I'm really interested in the growth sector. Um, and that's kind of the, the area we really want to be in because a lot of people, you're right, a lot of people start businesses and then they, they get stuck when it comes to the growth part. And I certainly did. I, got, I, was, I was very nervous about growing, very nervous about outgrowing the audience that I currently had and moving into this sort of higher caliber of clients, I guess, um, and serving them, that that transitional period was was quite tough. And learning that you you couldn't do everything yourself was also quite tough. So I guess it was it was a bit of both. It it was me saying, right, I've gone through this growth period let me try and help other people go through this as well. Um, and yeah, it was also the types of clients we were getting referred, which is lovely. We were getting referred sort of higher end clients quite early on in, in the business and sort of word of mouth brings that same client base, if you like. Yeah. That, that sort of makes sense as well because you know, people know people and exactly. Yeah, if, yeah, you yeah. Find, if, you, if you find people that, need the the higher level service or the the more all-in-one type service versus yeah. purely purely the, the graphics side of things and if they know someone they'll probably want the same or very similar to what that person did so exactly, exactly. I, I can definitely see how that works out well you mentioned that your your own growth was difficult so it, yeah talk us through it. it it was very difficult i think for me personally i think a lot of entrepreneurs will go through imposter syndrome i'm sure you've heard of it well, you know you have the ability, you, but you question why someone would want to work with you and whether you're good enough to work with these people. And not only that, you had the added pressure of employing people who then looked up to you for direction when actually half the time you questioned what you were doing yourself. Um, so that I think on me personally, it's quite tough for my own personal growth to be able to let go of the fact that I don't, I'm not, I don't actively do graphic design anymore, or I don't actively do certain things within the business anymore because other people can do that and, and they're a lot better at it than me. So yeah, it was that letting go process that was really difficult. And when you've, sort of built up a, a brand 48 creates in it was me essentially when i started and it was very personal as every sort small business owners business is to them it was that whole process of of saying no actually 48 creates is no longer you it's the entire team and the entire team has to embrace this and make it feel like their own which changes your business anyway um yeah, that was, that was quite difficult on a personal level. And also 
I think financially as well, you, you start to see that you, 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 you need to make that investment in order for yourself to grow, but then you need the clients in order to make that investment, but then you need the people to serve the clients once you've got the clients. So you need to make that investment up front. So it's all that that goes into it. And for someone who's never owned a business before, I think it's all quite scary. Uh, we got through it though, which is great. Um, and I think every next level requires a different version of you. And as I've grown, I've grown into my role more and 48 creates has become its own thing. It's no longer attached to me, which is lovely. What sort of events did you have to do to get through that? So you mentioned that it was tough, but you got to the other side of it. Was it simply a case of getting over the hurdle of hiring someone and then this case of imposter syndrome went away? That's the first thing that springs to my mind. Or did you have to have like a certain conversation with yourself in order to like justify it or convince yourself to take action i mean what sort of things did it actually take for you to get through it i think one of the things that i pride myself on is being really open and honest with the team at 48 creates i i try and develop the relationship whereby i'm extremely honest if i've got any shortfalls or if anyone in the company has got any shortfalls we know we don't know everything therefore that's okay, but how do we get to that next level? How do we get to that next point? So I think it really helped. I've got an extremely supportive team, which really helps. Um, and just having that conversation with them and being open and honest, like, guys, I don't know everything, know everything there is to know about running a business, but I want you to help me. I want you to help me form this brand and empowering them to make decisions and and giving them a voice in what happens to 48 creates was quite important um and i think that's really helped the fact that we've grown but it's not grown because of me it's grown because of the whole team and um yeah i think it was a combination of that and just bit, just <laughs> just being like i i have to do this i have to do this You've, you've kind of got one shot, if you like, and um, it, it was a conversation with myself, a, a frank conversation like, do you want to go and get a regular job? And do you want to, or do you want to try this? And even if you don't, doesn't work out exactly how you want it to work out, it's all right. It's, it's becoming okay with that process. I think really important for anyone who's starting a business to, to be at peace with the process that it takes to start a business. So yeah, I think it was a mixture of all of those things. One of the things that does really stand out or kind of hits home, I guess for me or people that I know are listening, because I actually speak to quite a few people that do listen to the show, mm -hmm. is that sometimes you do have to be at peace with the process. You can't, you can't, I guess, assume that it's always going to go your way. You can't always, because people do, people do tend to think that it might actually be easy. Like I've had conversations <laughs> with people that yeah. they turn around and go, well, why, why, why can't I do this? Or why can't I do that? And sometimes yeah. I've said to them, well, do you, do you want it to be easy? Is that something that you, you think that it should be? And they, and they look at me really blankly and say, well, 
Yeah. And that it, ten, it tends to be because, I don't know if you've had this experience, where because people only see what they want to see or they see like the, the highlight reel of people's lives and they don't see all the broken plates, you know? They don't see all of the, the little mistakes and the little adjustments. And you started your business on Etsy, which is yeah. one of the... One of the reasons for the, the the low barrier of entry, so to speak, when it comes to running your business, because yeah. anyone can do it. And Etsy is one of the, the marketplaces where you can create your own stuff. I, mm-hmm. I know several business owners that use Etsy and places like that where it's their skill, it's their craft, it's their trade, if you will. And because they build it themselves, they can sell it through Etsy and other platforms like that. So because of that, and you, you've grown it and you've had to have these conversations with yourself, it, it proves, at least to me and to people listening, that it's not easy. You've got to be okay with the fact that you might take five steps back to go 15 steps forwards. You mm-hmm. might you might have to go through that. And I guess one of the things that I guess you could probably shed a bit more on as well is this idea of, of time. Like, like no one knows how long it's going to take. You could be taking your five steps back and it could take a year to take those five steps. But then it could take six months after that to take the 15 steps forwards. So I have a bit of a, I guess, a, a bit of a a thought process through this idea of this time aspect. If you don't know whether it's going to be a downward spiral or whether you're going to bounce back straight away. I mean, what, what sort of things did you sort of feel like the, the time element was kicking in? Maybe things were taking too long. Maybe you weren't sure whether you could bounce back or at least recoup some of the downside. If there was a downside, you know, to the, all of the transitions that you went through so what, what would you say to that i think i think you should take every sort of failure as a, a as a point to really learn from not what did i do wrong okay i did something wrong and that's very human of me what can i learn from this i had situations where clients weren't paying because i didn't have contracts in place boy did i put a contract in place when i lost a, a few thousand pounds from from a client that sort of just left out of the blue Mm, so so i could have taken that as oh my god i've lost all the money i've been working for up up until now or actually okay chloe you're you're a bit silly for not putting a contract in place let's get that in place so it doesn't happen next time i think you can make mistakes as long as you don't make them more than once so and and there's been times obviously i've i've been offered jobs several times and for me that would be uh, a super easy route for me to take um uh regular income regular salary um but something inside of me has always said you've got to try and i think please don't compare yourself to anyone on on instagram or anything like that because they don't they really don't show their highlight like uh their the bad things they literally show their highlight reel um and I think every business owner will go through a love hate relationship with their business. And I still do. And I don't think that ever leaves you. It brings you so much frustration and so much satisfaction all at the same time. And you go through these peaks and troughs and you're forever questioning yourself, but then something will happen or or nothing will happen. And you'll just, you need to be at peace with the fact that, 
you don't know everything and it's okay. I think that's what I struggled with most. But there was a point probably maybe maybe two years ago now when I said to myself, you have to be uncomfortable. No, sorry, you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable else you can't do this. And being uncomfortable means that you're going through a growth process. As soon as you get comfortable, you've stagnated. You need to level up. And by leveling up each time, you are going to be uncomfortable. And you have to be at peace with that. Else you'll forever kick yourself for the things that you did wrong. I think it's it's important that we do share that. I think it's important that you do get that across. So... Chloe, thanks for sharing that first and foremost for being for being honest and for for sharing the fact that it's not easy. It does take a different version of you or an improved version of you at every moment. So, just from your own experience, then, what certain things did it take for you to go from the little store in Etsy to Forty Eight Creates? What certain things did you have to change in yourself? Because the the business side of things. A lot of it is self-explanatory, like staff, systems, software. You know, you need, you need people that can do the things that you can't do. All those things seem reasonably straightforward. Like if, if you max out at 50 clients and now you're going to take on 200, you need to be able to create the business that is able to accept the demand, right, or the, the level of service that you would need. But what certain things did you have to change in yourself? Um, I think I had to certainly be more disciplined with myself. And for the people that know me, they know that I'm not very organised in terms of everyday life. <laughs> I think people will be surprised how far I've come in running my own business. Certainly people that knew, knew me when I was a lot younger. Um, and I think it comes with a lot of personal sacrifice in terms of understanding that you're doing something for the greater good in the future but you're not really going to see any returns in the short term and when I say short term I'm not talking six months I'm talking like six seven years before you see any sort of real return on that that investment and whether that investment be your time or your money it's that understanding again that you need to make these sacrifices if you need it it's a commitment it's a commitment and you need to tell yourself it's a commitment and having having made those sacrifices I would say that if anyone's questioning themselves as to whether they should continue on in their business I mean unless you're completely bankrupt and I don't know have four kids to feed I would always say carry on because it will pay off I, I promise it will pay off and I, I, I don't think I could have foreseen what, what stage we are at now. And I'm kind of glad I didn't foresee that because you try and plan for it and you can't plan for it. So it's, it's as well for me, it's, it's giving up that control of the process and the, the whole sacrifice of the way you live in terms of the things that you enjoy in life Sometimes you have to give them up. Um, and also you have to be very 
self-aware of, especially at the start as well, when you're a start business, when everything relies on you, you have to be very self-aware of your personal well-being and your health and um, what you're eating. Because if you're not at 100% or, or even at 90%, then, then the growth of the business is going to suffer. And I think I'm learning that more and more as I go on. And honestly, it gets a lot easier once you've got a team in place. Um, but from a personal level, I think it was definitely the sacrifices that you have to make in order to foresee a future that that's not certain. It's quite difficult. So are there, are there any things that you could, that you could maybe think about when looking back? So over the, the years of starting up all the way to, to where 48 creates is today, what, top three or five lessons would you want our listeners to take away? I think number one is that you should never stop learning. Um, one of my favorite authors at the moment is Rob Moore. And I started listening to his podcast around about a year ago, I think. And now I've read all of his books and it's about connecting with people that have been on the same journey or same or similar journey as you um, and finding ways to emulate what they did and emulate their best practices and their, understand that they're also emulating their idols. And if it worked for them, it can work for you as well. So I think never stop learning and find someone that you can look up to and almost replicate what they're doing in a way that works for you. That would, that would be my first tip. Uh, second tip would be um, make sure you're consistent. So turning up every single day, making sure that you are consistent in your messages, in your uh, voice, in your branding and customer service is obviously paramount in any business. So making sure that you are delivering what the client needs and wants at any given time um, and being cons staying consistent with that um, means that hopefully you won't be one of the 90 95% of businesses that fail in the first year because consistency sort of outweighs the greatest product, the greatest, uh, the biggest budget, if you like, um, as long as you're consistent and authentic in what you do, there's a good chance that you will make it. Um, number three, um, I would say definitely don't, don't be afraid to move forward and don't be afraid to level up. I think that's what I've taken most from this journey that again, you need to be comfortable with what you don't know and you need to be comfortable with the learning curve that comes with that i guess it all ties back into education doesn't it you 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 go on this learning curve and you need to realize it's a learning curve so yeah i think i've only got three <laughs> that's all right yeah, yeah no worries yeah they, 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 they seem really they seem really then, powerful actually they seem yeah. almost they seem almost um almost enlightening for some people because some people are afraid to to level up from where they are some people do stick to where they are some people have this well i've always done it this way so yeah. i may as well keep doing it this way so yeah it's uh it's interesting that you share that what 
what sort of what sort of things do you want to leave us with before we before we get on to the last couple of questions? Is there anything that you think that we've missed off that we shouldn't have? Um, no, I just I think I think I just want everyone to know that even though you might be going through a tough time in your business or you might be going through a growth period. Um, if you are going through an uncomfortable state, always take it as a positive because it means you're learning and you're growing and you're moving to the next level. So try not to beat yourself up about it. Try not to beat yourself up about down days and always just always be learning from your mistakes and, and turning it into a positive. What can I take from this rather than what you did wrong? I think that's really important. And then having, having if you get the opportunity to build a, 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 a very supportive team and being open and honest with them, I think for, especially being a young woman in business, I think it's extremely important that companies nowadays are open and honest with their employees. And there's kind of, I like to think there's no hierarchy in 48 Creates. We all, we all get on, we all get on with the work when we need to get on with it. So just embrace what you're going through right now and it's going to be okay. You'll be fine. That's, that's, that's what I normally say to everything. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll all be right. fine. Have a couple of <laughs> You'll be fine. Chill out. You'll get through it. <laughs> make, sure, make sure you never stop learning. Turn up every day and don't be afraid to level up. Right? Always, yeah. It's, it's not very wise profound. Words. No, it's not, it's not very profound. And, and honestly, I'm probably, I'm never going to get quoted in the future, but. but <laughs> I, think, I, I think you'd be surprised. Um, it's, you, you just need to believe that you are good enough and that you will get through whatever you're going through, whether that be personal life or business life. You, it, you'll be fine. If someone wanted to find out a bit more about yourself, Chloe, where do people go to find out more? Um, I would like to say that I'm great on social media, but I'm not personally. Um, but you can follow me on Instagram. Um, my handle is it's Chloe Smith and, and I tend to post little small business quotes and pictures of my breakfast and running. So if you're interested in learning more about that, then go for it. Although I'm pretty boring in terms of um, personally, you could definitely follow 48 Creates. We, we, follow, uh, we share a lot of tips on there and um, how to's which is always interesting and we really try and build a community. So please, please come and get in touch and sort of ask us any questions that you might have because we're always open. We've got one last question before we go, Chloe, and I ask everyone this. Mm -hmm. So it's reasonably generic, but we've had funny answers to serious answers to reasonably uh, enlightening and profound looks into the guests lives to put it as uh, to put it as creatively as possible and uh, this question is what would you like the world to know about you that it doesn't already know um, um i i mean that's a really tough one um it is yeah it is i mean we've, really we've, we've, we've had answers like uh ooh, 
favourite food being chocolate cake or they have like they, they love like peanut butter on rice cakes some of them like going out for walks some of them like listening to classical music uh, you name it oh, we've had I've, we've had a whole host of different answers okay I've got you now I have an undying love for meatloaf um, and that's not the food that is the artist I think he is brilliant I think he's really rock and roll and honestly I listen to him every day which really annoys the entire office but we've got, um, dare I say her name, an Alexa that um, plays that out for me every morning. So, yeah, I, my guilty pleasure is, is meatloaf and <laughs> 80s rock, which is really sad. But, yeah, that's what I like to listen to when I'm working. What's your favourite song? Oh, tough. So it's definitely between um, For Crying Out Loud and You Took the Words Right Out of My Mouth. Well, that is a pretty uh, rock and roll way to end. Uh, <laughs> thanks for being a guest on the show, Chloe. If you, are, no if you are tuning in, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of our future guests. Feel free to reach out to Chloe, your 48 creates, if you need any branding or communication needs. And Chloe, thanks again. I'm sure we'll keep in touch. Perfect. Thank you.